I feel like that is the number one story of the day. <laughs> that is the most important topic we can talk about here on Debatable, Pablo. Oh, my god! Uh, welcome to Debatable, a fake television show where we have some interesting things to talk about, um, but it's still a fake television show. Sponsored, presented, correction, sorry, Dominique. Thank presented, you. gifted, bestowed upon us by Corona. You just got to say presented. You just got to say presented. You just go overcompensating. Yeah. <laughs> I tend to do that. <laughs> so... Let astray, run amok, yeah. <laughs> bamboozled. Oh. We got caught in the air and began debatable to do Debatable didn't land on us. Or no, <laughs> land on debatable. debatable landed on us. That's right. That's um, right. There are a lot of serious stories in the world, I suppose, Dominique, but mm-hmm. are we going to start? No, I want to I, I wanna laugh. I want to laugh first. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. Let's laugh about how... Sarver was so happy at 2 a.m. last night. Like, hey, oh no one's going to be talking about me tomorrow. <laughs> like, if we could get just a vague tweet promising any number of outcomes, that would be really helpful to get me a little oh, bit smaller gosh. on the power rankings of oh, news man. here. Anyway. Yeah. Um, Alabaster. Uh, Should we get into it? Let's get into it, man. Might okay. as well. Bill Barnwell, What's your- by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Um, what's your reaction to news that Ime Odoka is likely facing a full season suspension? Yeah, so guys, I've been making some calls about this. I've been learning some things today about this, none of which I can report fully. But I think, well, it's it's in the in-between place of like, it informs the questions that I have, right? Okay. That's good. And so, and so what I do understand is that this is most likely going to be a year-long suspension. Mm-hmm. And the question is, why did it get to that point? And... With whom was the alleged reported now by others, mm-hmm. quote unquote, consensual relationship with and how, quote unquote, consensual was that relationship, parentheses S. And also, where did that relationship get consummated, you might say? Was mm-hmm. it at work? Was it out of work? These are the questions that I feel like are like actual real questions about a workplace that is trying to be a good, responsible, professional workplace. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I part of me instinctively, right? You hear about consensual relationships, and you're like, "Oh, this is this is consenting adults." I don't mm-hmm. want to be a moralist, a Puritan, you know. I don't need to be Don Draper, but I also want to be realistic about this. But there are questions. There are questions about, yeah. I suppose, Dominique. First and foremost, like who the woman is and yeah. what she has to say about this dynamic, because power clearly is essential to the seriousness of this story or lack thereof. So first of all, I want to welcome um, ESPN Daily Pablo to Debatable. Oh, God, right. We got a whole different Pablo, guys. This is yeah. not the Pablo you're used to. There will be no off-color jokes. This is guy no. making calls, reporting, being careful mm-hmm. about the language that he's saying, laying out all of the framework. So welcome. I, I've heard, I've listened to you many times. <laughs> I've, I've talked to you. A couple of times, but That's it's right. nice. It's nice to work with you on debatable for the first time. And yeah. he doesn't show up much, but today <laughs> it's helpful. The the tough thing about this business is we are not set up to handle stories like this, but we get more and more stories like this. Mm-hmm. We are like a reaction business and a prediction business. And we're like all of our shows and all of our programming and all of our like instincts are honed to have an opinion and react even mm-hmm. when we don't know shit and mm-hmm. we don't know shit. So like, mm-hmm. it feels odd and like we could set up 
potential scenarios. And this is how I would feel if we found out this were true, or this is how I would feel if I found out this were true. But Pablo, you are sharing things with us on off air and I'm talking to other people that it just yeah. all like, I don't want to be the one who says the thing that after six hours from now is just completely absurd and stupid. Mm -hmm. So I think you're not supposed to do this. It's like what it comes down to like people who work in the organization. And I know it happens all the time. I don't want to be naive. Like I'm not mm -hmm. stupid. And like Pablo said, I don't want to be a Puritan, but it's a risk that you're taking when you uh, like no question when you uh, have relationships that are not professional with people in your professional environment, uh, and especially when you're at the top of an organization. And this ties in a, a bit to the Sarver thing in that there are different rules for you. Mm -hmm. And yeah, even if we can- As a leader, this, yes. Yeah, even mm -hmm. if we can, not different rules for you, Pablo, different rules no. for people at the top of the ESPN, organization. This is a ESPN Daily Pablo has different rules from regular Pablo though. And of course, absolutely. So, yep. I mean, I, I think that there's risk when you make decisions and when you do things and no matter how like benign this story turns out to be if that turns out to be the like best possible version of this you still open yourself up to that like that's the rule in in all work environments like you can't even though people mm -hmm. do you're not supposed to and it really applies double to like the people at the top of the organization and the head coach is absolutely mm -hmm. at the top of the organization. For good mm -hmm. reason too, yeah. Bill, no, this is, look, I mean, I'll, I'll throw in this data point on Dominique's assessment there. We just had a story in Minnesota, Gerson Rosas, mm -hmm. the head of that front office had an affair with mm -hmm. a person who worked at, at work. And we saw how that played out. Like this is not a case without precedent, even though we don't mm -hmm. know the particulars, but the warning signs about like, this seems from a risk perspective insanely stupid that does seem like a safe bottom line i mean i i don't want to pass speculation or or, or pass my judgment on what is stupid or not stupid for someone to do plenty of people do stupid things when it comes to relationships and i'm not the person who's going to say someone did something that was a good idea or a bad idea what i am going to say though is two things. Number one, I appreciated Dominique's benign. I felt like that was ESPN Daily Dominique slipping oh, out no. here onto debatable for yeah, a second. He, he doesn't exist. You, you hit that one hard. I don't agree with you on that. What I will say, though, is I think we are, as a society, hopefully getting smarter and getting more thoughtful about the elements of relationships in the workplace and how the power dynamic impacts those relationships. And so I think the conversation we're having about this today is very different from the conversation we would have had 10 years ago, 15 years ago, or 20 years ago. I mean, there was, and I'm going to put it allegedly out here, but I think in some cases we know for a fact there were in Boston alone cases of the Red Sox management and Red Sox players getting into relationships with broadcaster, which led to a marriage, I believe, uh, in addition to whatever else happened with those relationships. And there was never this conversation of, oh, this player is going to have some sort of impact from this, or there's going to be some effect uh, of this player having this relationship with someone at least affiliated with the team, if not someone directly employed by the team. And I think having that conversation and reflecting that Ime Yudoka is in a position of power is great. But to me, the question is, we don't really have any sort of baseline or real precedent besides very recent cases for what is the appropriate punishment? How do we deal with this? Yeah. What is the appropriate reaction to this? All of that stuff is kind of evolving now. And I think that makes this so difficult to really discuss because we don't have those precedents at this point. 
Right. And, and it was interesting too, right? From the very beginning and the way this rolled out was so reckless, just an objective mm -hmm. way, right? Like mm -hmm. teasing something, allowing every possibility to be actively discussed. I mm -hmm. mean, it's, it's a dystopian version of, of our business, to be quite honest, mm -hmm. right? And all of these people, all these other female employees at the Celtics got implicated, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's sort of like, can we please avoid that? Even Shams tweeting, consensual it's like i hope you have that nailed down dude mm -hmm. yeah. because this is now framing a story that could get complicated but i mean um but i'm sorry but, but ahead, the power thing no just real quick dominique the power thing um yeah i i i find that to be the heart of the story and why even though relationships love can bloom at work yeah. we all know examples right. of that i think I, yeah. but 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 power and the responsibility therein to make sure that it's handled responsibly that's where punishment can get serious for justifiable reasons i would imagine right and i mean i think that's the, the point um that you kind of alluded to with the nail down of consensual is i think we as a society have come to the realization that when there are those type of power dynamics uh, like it's hard for us to to nail down that someone is actually being or that anything that taking place is consensual because there is some power over one party and you want to make sure that those people are happy. So again, mm -hmm. we're dancing around all this without a ton of details. But the one thing that I do want to make clear is the like the infidelity part. Like to me, that has nothing to do with this. I like, agree. Like, I don't care. I, I, That's none of our business. Mm -hmm. That's like, sure. if what's happening in the workplace, if it is uh, a misuse of power, if it's taking place during work hours on work grounds, like mm -hmm. if, if those are the things that matter to me about the punishment, the fact that he's married, I mean, I don't care. Like, that's not, no. not my concern. No, sure. I mean, look, I think, I think it's a plot point, yeah. right? In the accounting mm -hmm. of how we got here, in all of the mess and all of the messy rollout, it's a plot point, but it's not a thing that I am scandalized by or that I care about. But I, so. I kind of feel like that's complicating or not complicating. That's, it's like an invisible multiplier of how the punishment comes down and how we mm -hmm. react to this. Okay, so, so, so here is where I think you're absolutely right on that point you just made. How much, and this goes back to Bill's question, how long mm -hmm. do you punish a guy for? Right. And who's doing the punishing, right? Yeah. Keep in mind, part of the fascination from the very beginning, Bill, was that this was not an NBA punishment. This was a mm -hmm. Celtics internal investigation resulting right. in a punishment of a year is what we're seeing. And mm -hmm. so who is doing the punishing? What is Brad Stevens's role in the network of personalities here? What mm -hmm. offends his sensibilities? Mm -hmm. I can by no means rule out that the family dynamic and the complexity there is not going to inform how he felt as the boss of the boss. Mm -hmm. And I mean, we talk about the NFL and they are sort of vague punishments from the past that have now been sort of codified and we have plenty of issues with those, but at least there's a sort of framework now for dealing with this. I have to believe that there's nothing in the Celtics team handbook that Ime Yudoka got once he got employed by the Celtics that said, hey, if you uh, you know, whatever happens with someone at the workplace, you are suspended for a year. Like there's no, this is an arbitrary distinction. And I think 
I don't know that it's wrong necessarily, but I don't know how we can say it's right or appropriate. I don't know if we can say for sure what's going to change in a year that's going to make it comfortable for a woman to come work for the Celtics with Ima Yudoka being there if these allegations are correct. I mean, there's so many there's so many things about, about how we deal with this that I think we have no framework for working with. Yeah. Well, well, imagine, imagine, right? Like, let's say there's an investigation. Ime Udoka mm-hmm. suspended. <laughs> Does the woman get to come back to work? Right. Of right. course that. And so, right. and so if that, if that's a consequence, how does that inform the power dynamic there? All of which is mm-hmm. why this is just, this is, this is a recipe for disaster in that way. And I'll just add mm-hmm. in one quick basketball note here when it comes to the year long suspension of Ime Udoka that we're going to get. Mm-hmm. I don't know of a precedent for a coach being suspended a year and then coming back and being like, okay, mm-hmm. we're good now. Mm-hmm. Like it just hasn't happened. And obviously trust with your front office, with your ownership, like Dominique, I I, I think this is the end for him is where I am as a cynic, mm-hmm. knowing nothing beyond the year long suspension. I just feel like this does not end with him as the coach of the Celtics in the mm-hmm. long term. I mean, they have a, a former great coach, mm-hmm. or at least we thought was a great coach waiting in the wings who moved upstairs, mm-hmm. who I, I'm assuming will, will come back downstairs with this uh, championship ready uh, roster. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, <sighs> yeah. I, and exhale I, feels right. I mean, yeah, it does. I, 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 I'm I trying to, to walk have, so many lines. Here. I want to have an opinion, a strong opinion about this is too much. This is not enough, but I don't know. Like, I don't know enough to have a strong opinion. Yeah. And like Bill pointed out earlier, we don't really have precedent for, for this type of punishment. So I don't have, anything to compare it to and uh the the internet is comparing it to lots of things that like frankly don't have like any parallel i mean i get i get the impulse to do it but it it feels like let's uh, let's talk about that real quick right Mm -hmm. yes because there are stories of greater importance gravitas right Right. ranging Mm -hmm. from any number of real news stories to mm-hmm. the Brett Favre story, which is a real news story masquerading as a sports story. I, mm-hmm. I don't think any reasonable person is saying this Ime Yudoka story mm-hmm. should be above that in the hierarchy. Of course, it is literally above that in the hierarchy yeah, of our show because yes. we are a show that deals with news as it is mm-hmm. most recent and most yeah. mm-hmm. I mean, did, front did, of mind. To so, be fair, I, I mean, it's not, we didn't start any of our shows and shows that I, were, I was on with like Brett Favre, uh, like a full 20 minute breakdown of Brett Favre, mm-hmm. which again, these things are not the same. We, we did. It was just happened to be, it was, it was last Wednesday. Just okay. exactly. So, so oh, this gone? show did it okay, Wednesday. Sorry. Me and you, Dominique were out. I, I did on ESPN Daily yesterday. ESPN None of us Daily watch the other shows. I know it's, it's, it's a fake television show where I also debate nothing. Incidentally. <laughs> um, but anyhow, so the, the point is that that is, that is not like, <laughs> I don't think that's yeah. the way into the story. I just felt like, like we need to bring it up because it feels like I see uh, that on Twitter more than I see anything else. And I think that's the place, that's a place mm-hmm. where you can have an opinion when people don't feel comfortable having an opinion on this yet. They're like, mm-hmm. well, why don't you guys worry about Brett Favre stealing mm-hmm. money from, um, mm-hmm. from the welfare system and a lot mm-hmm. of poor black people in Mississippi. And then with mm-hmm. Doga being black and this also being unprecedented, like I get the impulse to, to like recognize uh, what you see as hypocrisy in this mm-hmm. and understand that like we haven't seen this happen before and mm-hmm. we don't know what to do, but it seems quite harsh based on mm-hmm. what's out there. Mm-hmm. Also, and this is the, 
the lesson I have for the internet each and every day that they will never get, that nobody seems to get, more than one thing can be bad. Yeah. They don't have to be treated no, that's exactly not true. the that's same. That's not true. They There's only one thing. Equal. There's only one thing. It's a power ranking list of one thing. And if you don't like the championship winner of yes. bad, what are we doing? Right. I mean, I understand that. And I understand that sentiment. And I understand wanting to point out the hypocrisy of, of how different situations are treated. That's really important. But we could also say more than one thing is bad. It's okay to think the Brett Favre thing is terrible and deserves plenty of attention. And it's also different from a active NBA coach possibly complicating a championship caliber team by doing something very inappropriate in the workplace. That is a more active story and a story that deserves plenty of attention as well. Two things can be bad at the same time. Also, it's okay. Also, like if we were to do the championship bracket of bad things, like no, all no. we would talk about, all we would talk about. <laughs> trust them. Is trust the them, fact, Bill. Gotta it, trust them. No, all we would talk about is that like all we're just like blinks in the eyeball of the universe, right? Yeah. Like the only things that matter are like, I don't uh, my know, bad, Bill. slow heat death of everything. My bad, mm. um, Yeah, you shouldn't have trusted him. Didn't land that one. You shouldn't have trusted him. I wanted to trust him, but you shouldn't have trusted him. We got Discovery Channel Pablo, which is a future Pablo <laughs> post ESPN. I, um, I, I, I debate spent, a lot of things on the Discovery Channel. <laughs> yeah. I spent a substantial part of my morning we reading the Washington Post um, story about mm -hmm. the the prejudice and the racism yep. that is inherent in hiring NFL coaches. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I come out of that to look at the internet where like, understandably a lot of black people are like somewhat, I mean, they're not, I was going to say they're caping for EMA, but they're not really caping for EMA. They're just like, look at this guy, look mm -hmm. at Brett Favre who's stealing from poor black people. And mm -hmm. why is everyone so up in arms about Ime Adoka having what Sham Sharania characterized as a consensual relationship. So, mm -hmm. like, I get the impulse, but to Bill's sure. point, we can we can point out how the NFL is like incredibly biased against mm -hmm. black coaches, and also uh, point out that Brett Favre is a scoundrel, <laughs> and mm -hmm. and still have some breath left or some finger muscles left to say, Ime, don't have relationships with your employee or with people in uh, the workplace. Allegedly, mm -hmm. but you're right. And the other thing, last thing, Alabaster, I know you want to move on. You've checked this box so eagerly. Mm -hmm. um, it's all simply right. like on the internet, we're all like eavesdropping on other people's conversations. Mm -hmm. And we all think that those conversations are directed at us. Like <laughs> we're, we're like, we're not in the same audience for all yeah. of these shows. Like all yeah. of these shows are living different lives. And so mm -hmm. you get in midway and you're like, you didn't talk about this. I think like, we talked about that already. Yeah. It's like, no, you didn't, I didn't hear it. It's like, okay, great. And so we spin on forever. <laughs> just fantastic for how we communicate as a civilization. Can we just go back yeah. to making jokes about a 96 year old woman dying? Like that was peak internet. <laughs> that was when the internet was, was magnificent. That was outstanding internet. Oh, Bill's 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 Queen Elizabeth Hive, Dominique. Oh, I, I I apologize, Bill, but it was fun. The jokes were fun. Yeah, we know we know Bill's a Royals watcher. He's trying to oh, is that. it? All, is she all here? That tape. She's here. Whoa! Oh, incredible. Whoa. Her. Welcome. Oh, welcome. Can we? Thanks can for we, the empire. Can Ooh. we paint the Ravens 
the Ravens oh, logo yeah, on your face, like that. the Ravens social media account. I forgot about that. Oh, you remember wait, when the Ravens, what? the Ravens played in London? No, it wasn't recent. Mm-hmm. That would have been hilarious if they did it recently. Oh, they played they, in London they, one year. They also didn't do a memorial tweet after she passed away. <laughs> oh, gosh. That's outstanding. They, they played they in were, London one year, and they painted her face. It was great. Oh, tremendous. As, as great. a, Dominique, as the resident UK citizen here, I feel like you should be the most offended by this. Um, nah. No, no. Holy crap. I gotta <laughs> pull this up. Hold on, guys. This happened. So let's uh let's move on to the to the the Thursday night football game. Okay, boss. We got a big time matchup. Oh boy. Mitch Trubisky, Jacoby Brissett, Browns and Steelers, baby. I have <laughs> I, I have an admission to make is the the best laugh I had last Thursday was mm. when we were watching Mahomes and Herbert go at it and mm. Amazon kept putting up the promo for the next <laughs> game and it was two defensive linemen. It was <laughs> outstanding. You know how they normally have like the, the big stars and like mm. they had to go way down to get mm. the Miles Garrett. Like it was, they didn't mm. have a receiver, a running back, obviously not the quarterbacks. It just was incredible, incredible, sad, sad, like, dip because when when nfl sold amazon this package mm. i guarantee you they had this <laughs> this um no Dominic, it, it, up front it's when you it's when you have the cash delivery and you put all of like the hundreds on the top <laughs> and then mm. underneath right and the second layer it's, it's all, all ones all ones mm-hmm. uh. i i mean there was a point last year with the ravens injuries where realistically their best player was justin tucker he should have been in the graphic for like you know uh Someone could he have been in this graphic? That's the one. Oh, you found it. That's the one. Podcast audience, get familiar with our YouTube channel because (laughs) this is just yeah. yeah. All right, it's the red eye that gets me. (laughs) They had like it was like an app or something. I think that did that for everybody. No, no, I think they just did it for themselves. No, no, I know, I know they did it for themselves, but I believe that uh, what came from it was. I know it really? was like they. Oh, every, oh, oh! I think there was like a what are those things we're gonna, called. We're on gonna Snapchat? find this app. We're gonna mm. find this app. Yeah, we're gonna get. No, a no, I just, get a I just remember that there. Yeah, filter. That's what it's called. I remember mm-hmm. that lots of regular people had it also. I, I believe this is <laughs> actually subjects, a crime in the UK to to to, <laughs> to draw on the Queen's face. So I think the Ravens were risking oh. jail time. Oh, sorry. You're trying to make us talk <laughs> okay. about the D line so tapping. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Bill. Okay, how would you okay. sell this, Bill? Because I'm with Dominique on just the wet fart of promotion <laughs> that we're getting here. I appreciate that. You're like, this game is terrible. Let's put this on Bill to make this interesting. <laughs> oh no, I'm gonna watch it. It'll be fun. You can try oh, to make all it interesting. Watch it. But I, I mean, I, of course I we think, are. I, I find we're things interesting, to this. but I also find it funny that they promoted with Miles Garrett and TJ Watt, and TJ Watt's not even gonna be there. Not but even anyway, playing. he's gonna yeah. be on the sideline hanging out. Yeah, he's gonna yeah. be on crutches, baby. You can try a crutch. TJ Watt. Oh no, he he doesn't need crutches for a peck. Didn't he tear his peck? Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> I was a, excited. A nipple crutch? Oh. I don't know. What <laughs> Just gonna hold, hold it up. A nipple sling? <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Here, one reason why it's incredibly interesting. Okay. Is Thank you. The, the beef and the internal beef inside the Steelers' offense. Like it appears that there is some frustration with the coordinator of, of the offense. There's frustrating frustration with the starting quarterback mm-hmm. right now. The receivers mm-hmm. and the skill guys are really good. Their offensive mm-hmm. line statistically has improved, but 
Uh, I mean, and maybe this is a bad uh, eye test by me, mm-hmm. but I watch them and I'm like, they're not better. But the number <laughs> suggests that they are better. I felt defensive because people were coming at me on the internet saying, mm-hmm. no, but they're good. Look at the stats. Mm-hmm. Like, look at the game. No. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, anyway. look at the game, though. The Dominique yeah. Foxworth yeah. podcast. Yeah. Grind, I, some, grind some take, bums. I agree with you, Dominique. The offense is designed to make the offensive line be as, as unimportant and irrelevant as part of a process right. as it can be for any NFL offense. Same thing with the offensive line last year, where they were running all RPOs and short passes because they didn't trust the offensive line to protect for Ben Roethlisberger. Here is my problem with the issue of blaming it on Matt Canada, the OC. Two things. Number one, for 15 years now, maybe longer, for the entirety of Ben Roethlisberger's career pretty much, any problem with the offense was blamed on the offensive coordinator. And maybe you just have bad offensive coordinators, but the first time this happened was with, was with Bruce Arians, who was basically run out of town and forced into retirement. Two weeks later, Bruce Arians comes mysteriously out of retirement, is the Colts OC, becomes the Colts HC when Chuck Pagano is diagnosed with leukemia, and is great for the entirety of the rest of his career as a head coach. <laughs> which makes me think it was not the offensive coordinator. Todd Haley comes in. Todd Haley, pretty good, has some issues. Eventually, by the end of his time there, everyone's ready for him to go. Randy Fittner comes in for a couple of years. He's the problem with the offense. Now Matt Canada is the problem with the offense. At some point, if it's not the quarterback and it's not the receivers, is it going to be the offensive coordinator or is it something else? I, I think with Matt Canada, the other thing is that he came into this NFL job as a college coach renowned for being the guy who does lots of motions and lots of shifting. That's his thing. It's a weird kind of fetish if you're a football guy, yeah. but that's what he's into. And, and at that point, if you're hiring him, you know what you're getting. Last year, as the OC, they didn't shift very much, and it was, oh, well, Ben doesn't want to do shifting. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. This year, they're doing motion at 51%, which is below the league average rates. So they're not doing the stuff Matt Canada is supposed to be an expert at doing. So again, at some point, is it the offensive coordinator, or is it the other elements of this offense that are what to blame for the Pittsburgh offense being frustrating? Or is it just that Pittsburgh Steelers fans want an offense from the 1970s and we're playing in 2022? Uh, mm. What about, so, I mean, I, you covered everything that there is to cover Steelers offense-wise. <laughs> no, I don't, don't apologize. That was very efficient use of uh, your window. Mm-hmm. Is there other, is there something on the, Cleveland side that I should care about because I find like that team the only thing that's interesting about that team is waiting for them to get their like mm-hmm. their uh very expensive and very maligned quarterback mm-hmm. back and nothing else about this team hopefully watching Miles Garrett destroy people within the rules because mm-hmm. we know when he That's gets to the thing. Steelers with this rivalry sometimes yeah. he gets a little bonky but yes yeah, it doesn't <laughs> feel like there's much that I care about over there like Brissett's not good I just love I just love Bill as you think about that I just love mm-hmm. that someone's defense could be your honor my client was clearly a little bonky it got bonky. He was out there bonking people. He was getting a little bonky. If 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 I'm not mistaken, was that not a Thursday night game where he did that? Oh yeah, it was. Yeah, I remember I think it was. waking up the next morning and they wanted that man in the Hague. It was outstanding <laughs> the way the internet responded to that thing. <laughs> that 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 was a case where the internet felt like only one thing was wrong. Yeah, he won the power like, rankings for that day. 
for sure. No question. I, the thing that interests me about the Browns, and maybe this is not an interesting thing, maybe it'll stop happening, but this is now the third game they've played this year, and in the first two games, they've blown big leads, and they've blown coverages in each of those situations to blow those big leads. And they managed to come back in the first one. They did not manage to come back in the second one. So I think the question for me is, like, are the Browns going to get into a winning position and then just blow it in spectacularly entertaining fashion? Because we've now seen that two weeks in a row. And if that happens, what does that mean for Mitchell Trubisky's future Ooh. if he's somehow credited See, with leading a comeback that Joe Flacco led last week? That's how you promote a game. Nice Thank job. You. Watch nice job. the Browns choke away a giant mm-hmm. lead and jeopardize various people's jobs in the process. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. Mr. Bixie is not as good as Joe Flacco. So, Ooh, it, I mean. That, that, see, that was, that was a take where I was at first kind of offended, and then right, I kind of agreed with it. it's a quality take. It's a quality take. That is first take on me. That's a good take. I actually do want to know, though, because when you look at Trubisky's like, uh, assessment in all of these ways, he's like 32nd in all of the good things, or a bunch of the good things, at least. Yes. Um, how bad is he relative to like Ooh. the quarterbacks that have starting jobs right now? Is he obviously the worst? I don't know that he's the worst, but here's the thing. Here's the part that I find frustrating about Mitch Trubisky. For like five years now, he has had an incredible PR machine backing him to be a good quarterback. In Chicago, I mean, I, I, I can't prove this, but I feel pretty confident the front office was calling people in the media to try and argue that he was a good quarterback. Chicago, he's a mess. He gets benched. He turns out to be not very good. He leaves to go to Buffalo. At the end of his year in Buffalo, there's this this upper there's there's this this sort of swoop of people saying, oh, he learned so much in Buffalo. He's such a better quarterback now. He oh, sat the nice. entire year. The only time he played was as in garbage time against the Colts, where he checked down a few times and threw a horrific interception. He learned he's not a different quarterback in Buffalo. They were hoping he was going to get a much bigger deal. He got a one year deal instead, and he's looked like the same exact guy he was in Chicago. So to me, he is a probably overqualified to be a backup but he is underqualified to be a starter and i think the complaints they should the pittsburgh skill position players have about their offense are really mitch trubisky complaints. i'm looking mm-hmm. at um a list of quarterbacks yeah Great. and i is, would is like that, to give that mike, is that mike mccarthy's list of quarterbacks <laughs> <laughs> it is mike mccarthy's list right? we share we have a google doc where yeah, we just throw quarterback that. names in there <laughs> uh, i wish i could get that and um i'm trying to find a quarterback that i would say is definitively worse than him mm. and i can't uh jacoby's better jacoby's better because jacoby has yeah. one discernible skill he does david not jacoby you're saying yeah, i agree david, david jacoby is very tall. better He's very tall, which is a, an important part of being a quarterback, as you know. Wait, okay, wait. So is Jacoby Brissett Daniel really Jones? Daniel Jones? But they, I mean, not to use quarterback wins as a stat. It just feels like a bad time to call out Daniel Jones mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. No, I'm, I was saying, like, as someone, oh, they're, they're two and zero, oh, but I mean, as someone that you could argue, I, I, I would take sure. Daniel Jones over Mitchell Trubisky. But if yeah, uh, if Mitchell Trubisky yeah. wanted to, Cooper Rush. Cooper Rush is worse, for sure. But he's also a backup. He's not there yeah. because he like is supposed to be the starter. He's there yeah. because the Cowboys okay. are cheap. So Cooper Rush. There so, we we which, is, which is all to say then that, like, do we see Kenny Pickett tonight? This is what I'm talking about. I this is not. why you have to turn into this game. <laughs> Wait, I, why does Dominique yeah. not want to see Kenny Pickett? Why not? <laughs> not for Kenny Pickett. It's not. Why, don't do it. Miles when Garrett, are you going to put him in? He's, the offensive line is going to be bad next week, too. After the bye. This is... Well, this the offensive line is going to be bad and not against Miles Garrett. That's true. This is going to be 
The, the, that did ruin Justin Fields right. last year, realistically. Justin Fields was destroyed pretty much single-handedly by Miles Garrett. That actually should have earned the Adam Schefter assault tweet was the uh, <laughs> Justin Fields performance against Miles Garrett last year. I I think this is the week we will see Kenny Pickett at the end of this game because, to me, I look at what's happening next for the Steelers. They have a 10-day mini-buy, and then they play the Jets in yeah. week four. So if you're ever going to insert yeah. Kenny Pickett, why not put him in in the fourth quarter? and put him in for this upcoming game where you have 10 days to get him ready for the game against the New York Jets. And then you go to Orchard Park and play the Bills the following game. You're going to get killed either way. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. From there, you go mm -hmm. and you welcome the Bucks and all them goons into your home. They're fine. What? Their 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 defensive line is not as good as it was a couple of years their ago. Their defense, oh no, their defense. Their secondary in general. is good. Their yeah, secondary is great. I just mean it's going to be a bad experience for Kenny He's Pickett. He's not going to get killed though. That's the he thing. Might. He might. I understand. I have never heard he Dominic's might. voice hit that register <laughs> as if he had then, literally seen Kenny Pickett die. Then, we're, yeah, we're, then hitting, they, we're hitting. We're hitting. They go to the Dolphins. Dominique now. Then they go to the Dolphins, <laughs> and then the Eagles. Uh, then okay. they, Get on a, a bus this to go bad. to Philadelphia. This is bad so far. Massacred. Then they got the okay. Saints. Then they got the Bengals and the Colts and the Falcons. That's the that's the stretch right there. You Bengals, Colts, you mentioned Falcons. the Falcons. Okay. Bengals, yeah, Colts, Falcons. The, yeah. That's the stretch they want. That's where you bring Kenny Pickett in right there. It's right mm. after the Saints game. Bengals, Colts, Falcons, and then the Ravens. Who okay? Uh, they may not have healthy DBs by then, and they don't have a pass rush. Then you got the Panthers, Raiders, Ravens again. And then you see Browns. Okay, again. that's it. Okay, here, mm -hmm. here's what you do. Here's what you do. You that's give Kenny, you give Kenny Pickett the Jets game, and then you take him out again. Just a little bit of a tease. Just show them what's up. <laughs> <laughs> just, just give them that week. Be like, I love this. If, if you behave yourself, strategy. get more Kenny Pickett. But you gotta <laughs> act cool over the next few weeks with you Mitch. Show and then you, you put stand Pickett on in. the curb. You stand on the curb. Show a little Kenny Pickett ankle. <laughs> yep. Get him real excited. Yep. But you don't get into the cab until who gets real yeah. excited over ankle. Is that a thing? Wow. I don't I mean, know that. Like, have you ever been on Wiki ankle? Never. It's extensive. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't. I didn't know ankles got people going. Mm -hmm. Oh, they do. That's the movie. That that's slope. Move. That sweet slope. Come on. Uh -oh. Alabaster knows what I'm talking about. I, no, yep. no. I, I love the fact that you guys made Mitch Trubisky just the guy that you put in whenever they the Steelers play a good team mm -hmm. for the rest of the year. <laughs> that's a brilliant strategy. Hey, Mitch, uh, you can get hired for a lot of teams with rookie quarterbacks if you just take a beating against teams that are actually good. It's brilliant. That's, the most, that's his team. most value he's ever provided yeah, a team in the it's, NFL. It's, it's just crash test dummy, but we're not actually interested in the results of the test. I think Mitch <laughs> like, you just sit here for a while? Thanks. The, the, the human sacrifice Mitch Trubisky. That's that's totally that's right. fine. That's a great nickname. Mm -hmm. right. Yep. Just we bring him up else? on Kong Island. Mitchell. Yep. Um, Alabaster, I think we got something coming yeah. up after this that's not Mitch Trubisky related to the relief mm -hmm. of everyone, but mostly Mitch Trubisky at this that's point. That's right. We got a what are the chances for you guys with the clip. Oh, great. What are the chances you guys wish this happened on Debatable? Let's mm. take a look. I was like it. Oh, Reg taking a Reg taking a shit. Oh yeah, <laughs> there that's we a go. new one. All right, is that new? As, there we go. Uh, that is without a doubt. There it is. Fantastic, wow. everybody, huh? Whoa! Off a, wow! Whoa. Off to a great start. That My dog just took a giant dump right behind us as we were talking that, about Rosillo. I, I think I think that's it, everybody. Um, 
Okay. Shout out uh, Kevin Clark for mm -hmm. yeah, clearly engineering a false flag poop. Mm -hmm. Thank you, thank you. That's <laughs> the first thing I was gonna say. Orchestrated. Oh, train gosh. dog train on demand to do this. <laughs> I I have two thoughts about this. Number one, if nobody takes that Kevin Clark isolated video and uses that as a meme from this point forward, I'm gonna be very mad. That is an incredible <laughs> reaction video. Number two, Scott Van Pelt's dog, I believe his name is Red, is very young. You say puppy. He just they just got him like a week ago. I feel like this ruins Rhett's entire life going forward. Like this yeah, is what tough. he's known for now yeah. for years to come. And he's that is try to go get I mean, on a on a doggy guys, job interview, and they're gonna if, like, if, are you mm -hmm. Red? You're the one mm -hmm. that yeah mm -hmm. was pooping on. You're you're, you're you're the Dan Orlovsky of puppies pooping. <laughs> well, except instead well, of the safety, it's poop. Out. Put out the allegedly, please. We are, cannot confirm that. Uh, well, we got the opposite of an allegedly. Oh, wait. Yeah, Do we I have a, a legal gotta, letter from the No, no, I have a, I have a P PTI toss-up for you guys. Oh, no? <laughs> Who do you guys expect to poop the bed more tonight? Red or Mitch Trubisky? Toss-up. Wow. Wow. PTI I am disappointed now that Alabaster does mention it, though, that, like, we have a cat on this show as basically our fourth, mm -hmm. fifth co-host, depending on whether Alabaster is a sentient person. And uh, Lamar has not given us the content. Lamar He's is like Lamar, above this, apparently. Yeah, Lamar has dignity. And, and cats <laughs> cats don't just randomly poop places. They poop mm -hmm. in their litter box, so. Lamar is in a contract year, and, and his <laughs> his bowel control has been appropriate for a contract year. But after he get that money, you can pick up anywhere you want. What are they going to do? Fine you? You're rich. Uh, I will not let you speak to my cat. You are a <laughs> bad influence. The cat's representing himself. Um, um, 100%. What are the chances? I don't know. Yeah, obviously. Obviously. It's got, um, it's got to be 100%. Yep. Yep. Across the board. Mm -hmm. I, 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 just, I just, I mean, if Scott trained his dog to do that on command... That is an incredible skill to teach your dog. And I don't know what other situations you'd be able to use it in, but if you have that in your back pocket, that's incredibly, incredibly Honestly, valuable. Oh, in the back pocket. I see what you did there. Aren't you trying mm -hmm. to train them to not do that? I mean, I haven't you, had a dog in a long time. You do both. Maybe things changed. When I, when I was a dog owner, I was trying to train my dog to poop out on the other side of the door. Well, you train it to poop when you want it to poop. You say oh. poop when you're when I'm ready, which is the perfect skill. Because then, if you want to get out of a social situation, say you're walking your dog and someone comes up to you and starts bothering you, well, I gotta go. I gotta take care of this poop. It's great. Yep, yep, yep. That actually keeps you there, but what you gotta do is get the dog to run away. Guys, we're gonna have to keep on workshopping okay. um, whether Let's we want to teach dogs to poop tennis. on demand. Yes, twenty seconds for tennis. Twenty oh, seconds. <laughs> The greatest player of all time is retiring, and Roger Federer is playing his last match with Rafael Nadal. Is that the perfect send-off? Yes. Uh, Let's bet on they it. They need to wear mm. each other's clothes, but I'm fine with this otherwise. Like, mm. wardrobe swap. I hope that Red shows up and poops on the court. Oh, you know what? I had a long, thoughtful opinion, but the show's over. I can't give it. I'm sorry. Oh, well. Thanks, Corona. Uh, yeah. You know what I'm not sorry for? is being presented by Corona. Nice, yeah. you did it. You didn't even go with all Nailed the Nailed Well done. <sighs> I love it. So what Pablo are we getting tomorrow? Um, The Pablo that's definitely watching this game. <laughs> <laughs> the Pablo that is definitely convinced that this game is something that I need to invest four hours of my life into. 
So Pablo watching the condensed game on the NFL app.